Ladies and gentlemen, let's get ready to rumble! At box ce soir, Alexandre Vachon et Brandon Tidball. Alors, Eric Nielsen, Jonathan Tremblay. Alors, Gord et Kevin Cormier. situation. There is a Cape Breton Screaming Eagle on the bench. He is on the bench in the middle of that pileup with the Teton. That is George Davis on the bench and he jumped right into the bench and that's what we're talking about. What's up everyone and welcome to another exciting episode of Five in a Game. I'm your host Jordan and I hope everybody's doing good out there today. Um, I know this is uh, this is the final home stretch before um, before Santa Claus comes to town. So I hope everybody out there is having a great day. I hope you guys are all excited for Christmas. Uh, I hope everybody enjoys their Christmas with their family, and I just hope you guys have this wonderful holidays. Um, thank you so much for taking the time out to listen to Five in a Game. I couldn't thank you guys enough. Um, I just wanted to let you guys know that now I am on Podvine, so you guys can listen to me on your way home, or you guys are out, you got some time to kill, and you just want to throw the headphones in, you want to learn about a different Quebec Major Junior Hockey League enforcer, where you now you can do just that. This channel seems to be really taking off, guys, so I don't want to just, you know, be be confined to YouTube. So I figured I'd go out there and try the podcast world and all the different podcast platforms. So right now I'm just on Podvine going forward. I'm working on Spotify and Apple and all that other stuff. So really thank you so much for supporting me and making me want to, you know, branch out and do other things. So I couldn't thank you guys enough. Um, I just, again, want to give a shout out to the fourth line voice. Darren out there he does an amazing job. Darren, this is all to you. I know I show you out every single podcast, man, but I really have to do so because I had so much fun. I wanted to do something on my own, and I'm having a lot of fun with it. I'm not going to lie. I really and truly am. So thank you, Darren, to the fourth line voice. For those out there who don't check that out, be sure to do so. It's an absolute amazing channel. He interviews a lot of great guests. Darren's absolutely awesome over there. Another one, Five for Fighting with Alec. Um, he just dropped a new one on Toporowski, so go check that one out. Um these guys are amazing at what they do, and all the support counts. It really and truly does. So if you guys could like and subscribe to them, that'd be awesome. Same thing with me. If you guys could like and subscribe or leave a review, whatever it is you guys want to do, it definitely goes a long way. I mean, we can use me right now as an example. This started off as just something to do, a little hobby of mine, and it seems like it really took off, and I'm getting a lot of views. I'm getting a lot of people to request certain guys. So I really and truly appreciate the support. And thank you so much for listening to Five in a Game. So let's get into it, guys. Today is, I guess, a little bit of a Christmas special because this is the last week before we hit the big Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, and everything happens. So this is going to be my little Christmas special, I guess, and I'm going to do it on none other than George Davis. Now, some of you guys might know who George Davis is. Some of you might not. George Davis is the man who got famous for jumping in another team's bench. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, you heard me correctly. George Davis jumped into another team's bench. It's even in my introduction. You can hear it when the play's coming in. There's a Cape Breton Screaming Eagle in the bench. This is the man, George Davis, and we'll get into that a little bit later on. But first off, let's talk about George at the start of his career. George played four seasons in the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League. George got drafted in 2000 in the seventh round by Cape Breton, 101 overall. 
um, for that season. So he came in and played 44 games. He had no goals, one assist, and 156 penalty minutes and 16 fights. He fought Dion Hyman twice, Tommy Balduke. For you guys out there that are probably listening, it is the Tommy Balduke that's been in the LNAH that put a lot of time in over there. He played with the Quebec Ramparts. Um, the Balduke brothers, very tough guys. Tommy, Tommy definitely held his own. Um, Tommy was always a little bit smaller, like thinner wise than the guys that he fought. Georgie, Georgie was pretty big dude. Uh, he was definitely a little like, you know, stocky. Um, he went on to fight Jeff Hadley, Yannick Dallier, another guy that's been in the LNAH. Uh, and this one here, Samuel Duplain. I mean, these guys over the last few years, you'll hear Samuel Duplain's name come up a couple of times. Him and George weren't the best of friends on the ice, that's for damn sure. Um, I remember any time they came to town, Samuel Duplain and George Davis always got into it. You can, it was a guaranteed fight. More or less, you knew George Davis was going to fight Samuel Duplain every single time they played each other. I really wish I can get some footage of that, um, but it was 2000, 2001 season. I mean, there's not much out there to begin with. I mean, it is hard to track down some footage, um, but there's nothing I could do for the for the these type of fights. I would have loved to see Samuel Duplain, even Yannick Dallier and Tommy Baltuk in the Hadley fights. I'd love to see George Davis fight those guys. But uh, the fights that I did see was Samuel Duplain in Cape Breton. They were good fights, really good back and forth. I mean, it was they. Sammy Duplain always put on a good show in his Quebec Major Junior Hockey League days, and so did George Davis. Um, George also finished the year that year of fighting Ryan White for Halifax. Ryan White's another underestimated tough guy who was around the league. That guy fought a lot of people too. Um, Ryan White was definitely um, an established tough guy at this time. So him and Georgie, man, they had great tilts. Um, and that finished Georgie's first year in the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League, coming in 16 fights as a rookie. I mean, that's pretty good especially with the guys that he had underneath the list at the time, like Yannick Dallier and Samuel Duplain. They were kind of the shot callers around that time. So to have them guys underneath your belt, it's definitely a big accomplishment. But we're going to roll into the 2001 and 2002 season, and this this season here will definitely be a memorable one for George Davis. So George Davis comes in, 46 games played, four goals, one assist, and 274 penalty minutes, racking up 17 fights this year. A um, couple guys on his card, he kicks things off with Ryan White. Um, they have a really good fight. Scott Gibson, another real tough guy. Uh, Scott Gibson played for Victoriaville and Gatineau. Just a big, strong dude, man. That guy was really tough and could hit really hard. He takes on Marc-Andre Waugh three times that season. Another tough guy from Halifax, Ryan McPherson. Another guy who doesn't get talked about that much. Ryan McPherson, real tough cat. Uh, he fights Jeff Hadley again, Dominic Vissette, Hugo LeHue, and then we get to this game. Ladies and gentlemen, I just want to say before we get into this, I was at this game when this happened. I mean, tensions were very high that game. I mean, the Eagles were absolutely pounding the Acadie Bathers that night. There was already a few fights building up to this, but... What happened that night was something that will never happen again. That it, it's it's a part of history. It's something I will never like, never ever forget for the rest of my entire life. Is when George Davis leaped into the Acadie Bathers bench. So earlier on in that game, Jeremy Knight and George Davis actually had a scrap. Um, so they were barking at each other all night long. Uh, Davis went for a hit late on in the third period, and I think Jeremy Knight was yelling to him from the bench when out of nowhere, George just jumps 
and jumps like right on top of the lap of Jeremy Knight. So I'm sitting across from from the bench. Like I'm on the opposite side. So I'm going to give you my perspective is George came flying down and he he tried to hit one of the defensemen and he kind of like like shoved him off and George went into the boards and George got up absolutely fuming, just super pissed and the T-Tom were just letting him have it and George Davis just absolutely leaps into the bench and right on the lap of Jeremy Knight, and he just starts getting hit from absolutely everywhere. I mean, he jumped into the bee's nest, and at this point, he is getting stung. Um, Roberto Bissonette jumps on the back of George Davis and starts hitting him from the top, hitting him in the back of the head and everything. Like, it, he just, George Davis jumped into a other team's bench and got hit from everywhere and exactly what you think would happen and the thing was is he got out with a big huge smile on his face I mean it was so you couldn't put in words that that was going to happen during that game I mean every time the Acadie Bathers and Cape Breton went at it there was always always fights it was a tough team I mean Bathers always were stacked stacked diesel with toughness every single time they came I mean it was it was bad blood but nobody could have predicted that an, another player was going to jump in the other team's bench. And to tell you the truth, it made history. I mean, it made history so much that George Davis actually got drafted to the NHL because of it. <laughs> yeah, like, it's 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 a true thing. Um, in my opinion, that's what got Georgie drafted. Um, he he did something to the in the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League that no one has ever done before and like building up to this I don't ever remember seeing anybody jump into another team's bench but bench but George so to be honest that's something that's still talked about in Cape Breton today I mean at the Eagles game you still hear that story and like why wouldn't you you know what I mean like it's pretty crazy and that really cemented George Davis as being somebody that the league has never seen ever in its whole entire career there like I mean as long as the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League has been open nobody has done that besides George Davis so I believe George got about 15 games for that one he didn't play the remainder of the season because that was coming on the end of it that happened in February Um, so George was on the shelf for the remainder of the season but in that summer George Davis got drafted in the fifth round, 140th overall by the Anaheim Mighty Ducks. And yes, George Davis was an established tough guy, but in my personal opinion, and I'm sure you guys too, him jumping in the bench definitely caught the eyes of some NHL teams, that's for sure. So now we're going into 2002-2003, and Georgie's back off suspension. To tell you the truth, Georgie was wired up pretty good. I mean... It didn't seem to stop him at all. I mean, he he had a fight with Nathan Saunders against Moncton. And then during that game, later on in the period, a little bit of a scrum kind of happened. I mean, I wouldn't classify it as a line bra, but like stuff popped off. I mean, people grabbed a few players. There was a little bit of pushing and shoving. Nothing major, but somebody was chirping from the bench. Um, and George Davis just literally got up. I mean, just looking around for someone to fight. I mean, and here goes Georgie. I think he was debating on jumping back in the bench again, but he didn't. But, like, he ran full tilt at Luke Pelham, and thank God he just missed him. I mean, thank God he just – he would have tore his head off, guaranteed. Um, Georgie didn't get suspended for that one Um, in that season. We're moving on through his fight card. Um, 
A couple games later, he runs into none other than Jonathan Tremblay, who he fought twice that season. And these two guys have an absolute war. Um, him and Jonathan Tremblay really exchanged a lot of good blows. I mean, a lot of powerful shots were thrown inside this fight. I mean, both guys not wanting, wanting to go down at all. Um, Tremblay, the big heavy left-hander, and George Davis... George was just, George, in my opinion, was a little bit nuts. I mean, he didn't really care. He could take a lot of punishment. I mean, George could absorb a good shot, but he could give them to. Um, like I said, he was one hell of a tough guy back in the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League days. And to fight a guy like Jonathan Tremblay twice, who's, like I said in previous podcasts before, that J Jonathan Tremblay was the pedestal of the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League in these years. I mean, he was the top guy in the league, one of the toughest guys to ever walk in the league for Acadie Bathers. And for George to do this good against Jonathan Tremblay, I mean, it just went to show you how tough George Davis actually was. So George is having one hell of a season for the Cape Breton Screaming Eagles. I mean, he's taking on some big names at this point. Um, he has a gr really good fight against Jason Costadine. These two guys have a really, really solid fight in Quebec. Um, Costadine goes out there and just does what he can against George Davis. Uh, in my opinion, Costadine wasn't a really big uh, enforcer. Uh, he didn't really stick around the league too long. Um, hit, but he, I got to give him credit. He fought George Davis at the time. George Davis was one of the toughest dudes around. Um, later on in that season, George Davis goes on and fights like guys like Eric Nielsen. Eric Nielsen, a very established, tough guy. Them two guys used to have wars, man. Um, he fights Colby McIntyre twice that season. And then a trade happens. Uh, we see George Davis get traded to the Halifax Mooseheads. It was basically enforcer for enforcer. Um, Davis went over to the Mooseheads, and we got Nathan Vino to Cape Breton. Nathan Vino was a really tough dude. Um, I got to say, Nathan Vino, when he came to Cape Breton, did the job and did the job well. But, it, you know, George Davis, who was from Cape Breton, it sucked to see George go. But, you know, things like that happen, right? So George goes on for the Halifax Mooseheads, and he fights Robert Snowball three times. He also has a good fight with none other than Curtis Tidball. You know, around that time, everybody knows who knows Curtis Tidball, knows that Curtis Tidball fought well over 500 times in his career, and Curtis Tidball fought absolutely everybody, and so it's not really surprising to see Curtis Tidball on George Davis's fight card for this year. So him and George have a real good fight. Tidball lands a lot of good good straight shots to George, but in the end, George kind of like gets pissed off and kind of takes over, hits him with a couple shots, and just takes Curtis Tidball down. But here's what the funny part is, is when George comes back to Cape Breton. So the big word around the whole arena is, is who got the tougher guy? Was the trade in our favor? Well, George Davis definitely shows that Cape Breton should have hung on to him. Like I said, Nathan Vino was an established tough guy. He really was, but he was no George Davis. And George Davis definitely looked to put on a show here, to, like back in Cape Breton, to let them know. And he absolutely manhandles Nathan Vino. He lands an absolute devastating shot that does drop Vino after he does it. Like, I mean... They kind of spread out in there a little bit, and George just got the left hand free, and he connects with one on Nathan Vino, and it sends him right down to the ice. And all you could hear was the crowd just, oh, when he hit Nathan Vino. I mean, nobody booed George when he came to Cape Breton. Everybody loved George Davis. They really and truly did. Um, George was a real fan favorite. Like I said, he's a hometown boy, and it sucks seeing him go, but 
you know, he had one hell of a good career in Halifax as well. Um, we're going to move on to the 2003-2004 season, and it's Georgia's final year in the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League. George plays 46 games that year. He gets two goals, 10 assists, and 155 penalty minutes and nine fights. But the guys he fought were tough guys. I mean, he fought Sheldon Wenzel twice that year. He fought Luke Pelham, another established tough guy. Uh, Patrick Tessier, Cody Doucette. I'm sure there are listeners out there know who Cody Doucette is. Jimmy Bonneau, who was a real tough, tough dude, man. He fought Terry Tuville. He fought Jonathan Tremblay twice and Pierre-Luc LeBlanc to end his Halifax Mooseheads career and the Quebec Major Junior Hockey career. But coming on the end of it there, the Mooseheads got beat out of the playoffs. And in February, George got called up and played seven games in the AHL that year. He got in one fight. And that was the end of George Davis's AHL career. I mean, after it was over, he sprinkled into the UHL for a little bit and then had a little stint in the LNAH. Nothing really worth talking about. I mean, it was only a few games. But that was George Davis's um, career in the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League. I mean, the last guy he fought was Pierre-Luc LeBlanc and Jonathan Tremblay twice to close it out. I mean... Those lists, it might not have been a big one for his last year, but they were tough, solid dudes, man. So, in my opinion, George Davis had one hell of a Quebec major junior hockey career. Like I said, he is going to go down in history to being the guy who jumped in the other team's bench. I mean, and he didn't slow down at all. I mean, he he fought the, every single person you could fight at the time. George Davis was the who's who back in the day and is one of the toughest guys to ever come to the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League. And he's the only guy, in my opinion, who got drafted to the NHL for jumping in another team's bench. I mean, if that just doesn't go to show you what type of guy George actually was, I really don't know what will. But you know what, guys? This was a really fun episode, especially for me because I'm from Cape Breton and so was George Davis. And I got to see him play. And it was a, it brings back memories just hearing the name George Davis. So um, this was a really fun episode for me, guys. I guess, like I said, this is the Christmas special for the five in a game. So I hope you guys have a really good Christmas. I hope everyone has a, a great holiday. For all the kids, I hope you guys get everything they want. And I hope you guys just, you know, have a great holidays and a happy new year. So that's all I have for you guys today, guys. Um, like I said, I hope you guys enjoy the holidays and be sure to like and subscribe. Uh, and stay up to date on all the stuff going on in the Five in a Game YouTube channel and the podcast world. So until next time, guys, take care. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. And enjoy your guys' day. Drive safe and whatever it is you're doing. So again, thank you guys and have a great day. And that's all I got for you here on the Five in a Game. George Davis may face suspension for this lack of judgment as he tries to take out Luke Pelham and the entire Moncton bench. Things turning ugly in Cape Breton tonight.